0: Welcome to the Slavic Vote podcast. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you enjoy this episode.
1: Welcome to the Slavic Vote podcast. It is so exciting to be back on here. Um, And again, as Slavic Vote, we are a nonprofit, nonpartisan organization that's focused on engaging, registering, and supporting a Slavic community. Our goal really is just to be a source to the Slavic community during election time, um, letting them know about the candidates that are running, who's on the ballots, and just really educating and being the source today, we have something exciting on our podcast. We have a guest speaker, and his name is Victor Georgiev. Um, He was born in South Ukraine in 1959. He is happily married to his wife with seven children and five grandkids. In 1996, he and his family moved from Ukraine to Portland, Oregon, and they did something exciting. As a family, they started making pinmeni, or dumplings, uh, in accordance with their family home recipe, which they started back in home basement. Here in northeast portland and soon began delivering those to friends family and church community not far from there in 2003 the family has chosen a name for their business called cyberoni or Sibironi um, to represent the siberian heritage of the dumplings and the blue and yellow logo to represent the ukrainian family roots the family now distributes it through interstate to bring authentic eastern european cuisine to the u.s market welcome we're so glad to have you today So I want to begin by asking, just introduce yourself a little bit more than what I just said. Um, Kind of what's your mission in the community? What do you do? What drives you? What wakes you up in the morning?
2: Okay. Hello, everyone. And uh, thank you so much for this opportunity talking with you guys. And uh, yeah, I think you just uh, explained about me uh, more than... uh, We want more details. Yeah, more details. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, we just uh, came from Ukraine in the 1996, and uh, uh, I finished Ukrainian university, Refrigeration University, and um, my start in the United States was it's, uh, it's very successful. After uh, one month, when I came to the United States. Uh, one company found me like a refrigeration and they uh, hiring me and they uh, give me good uh, salary. And uh, after one month working, they give me like added one more dollar. And after three months, I, I bought a house. That's incredible. And uh, uh, during the two years, we make a remodel and the house was uh, become uh, like uh, two times more expensive. We take uh, equity and built another house. And uh, during the 20 years, we built 11 houses. Wow. So you guys moved around a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, when uh, my just uh, general work, uh, we do like a refri- uh, refrigeration or like restaurant equipment service. Mm-hmm. We go everywhere, in the schools, uh, jails, uh, any kind of restaurants, fast food restaurant. And uh, we just uh, saw a lot of different communities, people, and uh, but uh, in the like religious life, we just uh, go to the church, same like uh, we do in Ukraine, Mm -hmm. and uh, do some like church job, and we just uh, uh, work with uh, education, and we encourage all churches has like Sunday school, teen school, and uh, Kindergarten, and uh, we just, uh, 1990s, 1999, we, 98, we opened uh, Christian school, like School of Tomorrow. Kids every day, my, all my kids go to the school. Oh, wow, that's incredible. Yeah, and uh, I go to the Texas uh, and uh, finished uh, uh, some course, like a school administrator, Okay. and uh, we established the school. And uh, we encourage all churches, but not all of them uh, would like to open a Christian school. But uh, mostly all churches has a like, Sunday school. And uh, when we start work with uh, Sunday schools, uh, we just uh, found uh, we needed teachers, mm-hmm. a lot of teachers. And we, uh, together with a nice instructor, we just started to like... Uh, uh, Sunday school, te- school teacher course we just prepare uh, teachers or young uh, ladies and boys to work with uh, Sunday school and uh, every three years in the our state we have a conference mm-hmm. for uh, uh, more than from nine states. Uh, Teachers come together, and we just uh, give them new program or uh, explain how better work with kids. And the same time, we opened a home business. Wow. Yeah, you know this starts from school. Talk about busy. We start from because in the school we need a kids. In the mm-hmm. public school, kids has a, like a kitchen. Right, But right. Uh, uh, in the church school or like a uh, school of tomorrow. If, we just call it first Russian Christian School, yes, yes yeah, and uh, the parents have like a two choice or mm-hmm. just bring uh, give to kids some sandwich or mm-hmm. they uh, prepare food in school, mm-hmm. and the parents come together and make a pelmeni by hand, wow. And uh, I think, man, I do business like Western equipment service. I know all equipment. Yeah. And uh, when I uh, live in the Ukraine, I work in the huge meat plant, and we had uh, like a different uh, like a department, like sausage department, chicken department, pig department, and uh, we have a like preliminary department. Mm-hmm. And for the, all this uh, department, we supply this cold, like freezer, refrigeration, and uh, and I know some about pilmeni. And I tell to parents, okay, let's be, uh, make a, I will bring for you uh, some kind of machine and make a pilmeni. Because they make a pilmeni and uh, prepare and kids just eat it, all mm-hmm. of them. And gone. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I just called to Ukraine, uh, found this machine and... Started doing uh, Pilmeni. And when I bring Pilmeni to the uh, school, Mm -hmm. kids all love this Pilmeni. Wow, it's nice. And parents say, wow, we want to put this Pilmeni too. And uh, uh, all the nicer people, you know, uh, because uh, uh, when I establish uh, this kind of business, we just make it uh, uh, 100 pounds per hour. It's a lot of pelmeni. Yes, yes. And yes. Uh, for this amount, we need a, a in freezer. We right. need uh, more equipment. And uh, for me, it was easy because I worked I know where is the buy it, where I buy it, old one and fix it.
1: Right. That's and uh,
2: after that, a uh, uh, lot of like Slavic community says we wanna buy pelmeni. You know, like you know, like market uh, demand and supply, demand right. and supplies. Right. Yeah and uh, we just uh, make this uh, business legal we just call to usda inspection they come in check at our facility it's take a time but we just uh, now we have a like uh, under usda control facility and every day inspector coming and check it how we work our ingredients temperature control everything like like should be and uh, when we just do this business, family business, and we can support Slavic votes. Yeah.
1: Yes, absolutely. Because we are hard
2: workers. And uh, in the United States, we have a nice opportunity. This is... uh, nice to the business and uh, any kind of business.
1: Yes, thank you. Well, and I know it's giving back as a business is so important, so we appreciate that, absolutely. And what a story. I mean, talk about combining passions in two different areas and making something out of it. That's incredible. Um, Just for our speakers, as, you know, we kind of do this podcast, we bring in speakers that kind of gives you an idea of, you know, things that are happening in the community, but also powerful individuals that make a difference. And our speaker today, Victor, does contribute to that. And that is why he's here, is we want him to share a story because, yes, he is one of one, one of our sponsors, but he's also a leader in helping us in the beginning. We call his son is actually one of the initial founders of Savik And really finding a pastor that supports him you in this mission was so incredible for us. So we'll start and I'll ask the first question of, you know, as individually or maybe as your church, your local church, when did you realize that we need to get involved and start voting and learn about democracy and get engaged?
2: You know, when I come and I just, uh, it, it first of all, uh, when I have a date, go to the become a, like a citizen, I just uh, use this day. Just next day, when I just live five years, I become a citizen. And uh, uh, I know we supposed to be involved in the, this process. But we have, a you know, like history in the mostly church uh, uh, people who came from the former Soviet Union, they have a, like experience. Uh, they doesn't have experience work with government. Because in the uh, Soviet Union, government was uh, against church. They just declare in the uh, Constitution, you have a freedom of speech, you have a freedom a religious freedom, but in reality, it was totally different. They persecuted the churches, they kill pastors, destroy buildings, and uh, do a lot of this stuff. And mostly Christians, never have a relationship with government because they know government against church and uh, government declare christianity or all believers this is like old generation they will die they doesn't have a future but communist idea ideology this is higher ideology we we have a, like a, the best ideology in the world because this is like last ideology. Communism, everything will be nice. Declare this one, and uh, all non-believers was against Christianity. They just, you know, like all the time says you just uh, like uh, old generation, and you will die, and uh, from the... Uh, pre- president of uh, like uh, Nikita Khrushchev, he declare in 1980s, we will see, we'll show you last Christian, no more Christianity. And when this Christian came to the United States, they they know his experience, never talk with government, and for this reason, they never involved to the voting. They stay aside from the voting. But the young generation, they, they know better uh, speak like English and they listen about problems and uh, they figure out if we will involve in this process, we can do some influence. We can change something because we Our parents know, experience, what does it mean, socialism? And we see different, what does it it mean, capitalism? And between this one, we just uh, figure out uh, like free market and uh, democracy of voting. This is huge liberty or a huge, uh, you can talk about and you can be involved. Absolutely. In the Soviet Union, if you involve this is passed to go to jail. If you just started uh, tell something against government, jail or they kill you. And uh, for this problem, all Slavic communities do not involve in this process. But young generation and I just encourage all of them, guys pastors, church members, let's do become a citizen and let's vote because it's very important. Right.
1: Let's contribute. Um, Yeah, that's amazing. I think we live as kids, right, with parents. We have an incredible opportunity and something different to try and see. And um, so I am curious. So As, you know, as we started our organization, we came into a lot of battles with churches and leadership, right? Because this idea, right, this history in the older generations and um, even maybe some younger generation as we interact, but it was the understanding of engaging in voting. It wasn't opened and we're now seeing it become more prominent and more opened, but um, is it just because you know this historic mentality is that why the churches kind of want to be quiet or is it this fear of well we don't want the US government to be involved in our churches so we don't want to be involved
2: no I think this is uh, uh, like a experience from the history okay. you know like for the young people they, uh, they it's more f- flexible they just would like to know something new. Mm-hmm. But the older uh, people, they just, uh, you know, they already, like, established and uh, they have uh, a uh, problem with language and uh, they have a bad experience. Right. And they just stay and, uh, like, be uh, quiet and go to the church, pray, come back, and that's it. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> what I do, and uh, I encourage my kids, and uh, I encourage you guys, be involved in the yes. this process because it's very important why because we saw difference mm-hmm. between government and the Soviet Union they says it doesn't matter how you vote it's mean who will calculate who will right, check right 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 they they just all the time has a numbers like they want it mm-hmm. It's not democracy. This is what's like total dictatorship. And uh, uh, right here, it's totally different. We can uh, use our voice, and uh, we can uh, read it information about uh, candidate, and we can give uh, your personal voice how you want it. It makes a big difference. Absolutely. And uh, we just encourage, and we just uh, uh, first of all, explain mm-hmm. why they do not vote in because they have a history mm-hmm. or experience with government. And this country, best country in the world, they have different opportunity and we have a, a different establishment. Right, right. If Constitution says you have a right of speech, you really have a right of speech. You have a freedom Religious freedom, you really have freedom. We see it a lot of churches, a lot different denomination. Every block in the city, churches, churches. This is nice. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, it's, uh, it's really interesting that you're saying that um, f- moving from a communist kind of sphere, uh, post-1989, I think, is when the whole thing collapsed. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think a lot of people that haven't been part of a Soviet Union or came from there, they don't realize that. It wasn't just religious persecution. Um, it was persecution on every level. Like, for example, if you were a grade A student in school, if you were a Christian, there's no chance you're going to college. And Yes. The, it, it, or you either had you like bribe your way in, but it was literally impossible. So, people really gave up on the state. And the other thing is, if you did work for the state, if you did some somehow had a connection with the state, that was literally meant that the person was a traitor. He was uh like a what they would call the word the snitch. <laughs> and they with were actually then they, they were actually shunned in the churches, like if you had any connection with the state. So that whole mentality did transfer over to, to the US. But the thing is it's really interesting that the Slavic community actually utilized the business aspect, like you explained, you came here, you bought a house in three months. There's people yep. that have lived in the U.S. generationally that have not even owned their own place yet. So uh, as a Slavic community, we, we've utilized the capitalist part of things, but we completely shunned the political side of things mm-hmm. until it started affecting us. And I think education had a huge uh, reason to why we're here today, because... Lily's got a degree. I got a degree. You know, most of the people that are active right now
2: have some kind of of education
0: in something. It doesn't matter what it is, which a degree makes people question things like, why are we doing this? Why is this happening? And then a lot of these kids, their own businesses, like you and Andre, uh, they're business owners, you know, Lily's Practically, a business owner. A lot of our team are business owners. A lot of our sponsors are business owners. And whatever happens in politics, it affects them further. Um, so Lily mentioned upon the question, or she asked the question: You know, what's the what's the purpose of the church in in politics? Um, what I want to ask is, why should individual members care about voting? Because I know sometimes we don't get an in into a church specifically. We run into like the pastor doesn't agree with the belief that you know, anything should be said political, but what should the members do? Uh,
2: You know, uh, church members, uh, they have uh, like uh, his uh, individual uh, view. And uh, some of them, older, they say, no, 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 I never go. I don't want to be a citizen. But some of them uh, members say, no, I will involve in this one because I see uh, how different like we have a uh, mostly like a last immigrants movement. They just lived 30 years in the United States. And uh, when we come came to the United States, it was different time mm-hmm. than now. Mm-hmm. And we saw a lot of changes in political. And uh, who uh, pay attention for this one? They, they know... Uh, I have to uh, do something for this one because if I don't, somebody coming and uh, if I do not vote, somebody will vote. And uh, if I will say, oh, this bad, this bad, but nothing to do, it's never changed. And uh, first of all, pastors should know about. But in reality, mostly uh, pastors, most, most of them, uh, not speak English, uh, older generation, and they have a Soviet Union experience, and when we just come to the church and knock to the door, guys, we would like to explain to you, no, 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 we do not, don't want to talk about politicals. But this is this problem because they don't know they do not involve in this process they have a, like a uh, like a border around the church everything oh, inside and uh, do not touch Nothing, it us yeah. yeah. but uh, ch- churches uh, should be be a light for the all entire world and they should uh, be a, like a salt if some problem they can use a like a biblical word like a salt and uh, uh just keep it uh, our nation or community from the just fall apart or just be, be together and uh, take some influence. And uh, I'm working not only in my church. I'm a representative of uh, education, Christian education, all across the United States. And uh, we help to the small churches that open Christian schools. And just uh, last year in November, I was in the Missouri uh, uh, city. We just opened a school right there, and uh, we helped them talk with, uh, with uh, teachers, uh, with parents. And we encouraged churches. They should open church at 6 o'clock morning and close 11 o'clock at night. Church. It's now, it's real. Now all churches closed all days, only Sunday and evening time. Or schedules, they're
1: on this particular schedule. And this huge
2: building, huge establishment, heated up, have electricity, but empty. This is ridiculous. Yeah, the utilization
0: rate for churches is... Probably, I don't know, like 25%. Um, it, it's really interesting that uh, when we moved to the U.S., as we saw daycare centers in American churches, and we're like, what are they doing? But now you realize that the yeah. whole church is always full. It's Day always got care, people there.
2: kindergarten, schools. And uh, uh, I just in my business when I uh, do, like, restaurant equipment service. And we do service for the churches. And I saw a lot of churches, like four-square church. Kindergarten, school, uh, City Bible Church. They have a, t- a Christian school, mm-hmm. three different programs, three different curriculum. Parents ca- come in and they have a choice, this curriculum or this one and this one. Church work from the morning to the midnight, all the time, working. Okay. Something's always and, happening. And uh, uh, we encourage uh, pastors to, we just call open church, open church, open church for the next generation, for the Mm -hmm. young people. Uh, And uh, when church open a school, Mm -hmm. some members has a like work, they work in school. Right, right. And uh, this uh, lifted up our community. And uh, you know, for the uh, personal, uh, like a person member in the church, they have a, like his self, uh, like meaning, experience, and but we like go together with you guys. I explain to them, hey guys, you have to register it, we have to become a citizen and go voting because your voice is very important. And I, uh, in the, this time, I have opportunity to tell to all pastors, hey guys, you are. Public person, and you have a community. You have a lot of opportunity to explain to your members. Uh, voting is very important because church should influence to the communities, to the our cities, and like a Bible says, uh, you should pray about uh, uh, cities, citizen, or uh, cities and all nation, because when we pray. And when we're involved in this process, we can uh, make some change, do some difference, because for us, it's very important. When we see some uh, bad law, when they just pass some bad laws about our kids, about our believers, and we saw this one, but uh, how we can change this? We need to be involved, and all pastors, need explain to people, let's do this. And church our church pastor can encourage young generation, become a judge, become a like governor, become a mayor, become a president. We have this opportunity. If uh, some uh, African nation become a president, why Slavic cannot be? Could be.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. We'll start with your son. <laughs> I can't. I don't know, Yarik. You can't. You weren't born here, right? No, I wasn't. No, yeah, was Andre, um
2: we have like a, have smaller guy, Samuel, my son. Yeah. He was born here. Yeah. Shoot. We're rooting
1: for him. We'll yeah. be a growing organization by then. Hopefully. No, but
2: uh, you know, my, my meaning is, uh, when pastor, uh, he understand what the situation. He can, uh, you know, like influence or involve or do some uh, explanation to the people. Let's do involve and, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, go and change this world, like Jesus says. Go around this world and uh, tell them how, right. how we need to do.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, unfortunately, this podcast is only 30 minutes. I wish this was about an hour or so. Yes. um, So the last and final question kind of has to do with, uh, again, churches, because um, I don't know if people know, but the majority of the Slavic community was once persecuted for religious uh, purposes. And um, that's the reason why we're in the U.S., so um, m- most of our registrations and everything that we do are actually in churches because that's where the community is at. Um, but we understand that for the Russian community to uh, become engaged, uh, the de- education is definitely a huge part of it. Um, we have to understand that the government here in the U.S. is, even the preamble reads, we the people, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We the people. So the people are the government, yeah it's it's much different it's a much different landscape than where we came from and people don't realize that that we are the government if um there's a really interesting russian saying that silence is the same thing as um agreement if you do a dragon translation so in other words it's saying that if you don't say something then the other side is or the other side or the people the government is going to assume that everything's okay and fine
1: Yep, and, and that you're okay with it, yeah, and that's what you want.
0: So, my last question for this podcast is: um, as a church, let's say somebody hears this podcast and it's a pastor or it's even even a member in the church, and their church is definitely not political; they're not active; they're not doing anything. What steps do you recommend them to take, or what action? Uh, what are they supposed to do? Like, what did your church do that was that started this, you know, political movement? Um, what do you recommend?
2: No, first of all, I ask, uh, are you citizen or not? Because some of them are not citizen yet. Uh, when uh, I tell them about, and I just involve in the talk about, and uh, I explained why you should be a citizen. Because when you live in this country, it's very important you involve. Like you live in home, it doesn't care about your home. Same if church live or church in the city, church should take care about the city mm-hmm. because this is uh, Bible says, Jesus says about. And when step by step explain and uh, explain to them difference between country from where we came and uh, this reality, they understand and uh, start do in the if they cannot talk with uh, members, we ask them, let's, we will do. Mm-hmm.
1: Right.
2: And come and explain, and uh, you guys see it, uh, how, make some difference, but uh, somebody need to take care, and uh, I suggested to, uh, we had like meeting in the, uh, Washington State, like all churches, pastors come together, and uh, I tell them, guys, let's do like this, And every church has some young person who can, who bilingual, can speak English, Russian, Ukrainian. And uh, he will represent you like a political. He bring to you into your church uh, what the candidates, what, what kind of program they have, and do some explanation. And in our church, we do. All the time when we have like voting, uh, we just uh, give some examples, uh, explanation. What this candidate says, what this one, and uh, when we do the and when every church start do this, we do. We will make a difference. Absolutely. And our uh, like goal, uh, maybe after ten years, uh, uh, we would like to have a, a governor Slavic from the Slavic community in Washington, in Oregon, in California. We just uh, uh, have all this dream, and we just uh, That's awesome. encourage uh, all churches. Because, you know, we came to the church every week.
1: Right, a few and, times sometimes. Yeah,
2: we have a huge influence. Absolutely. Explain, explain to their members, we need to do this one, this one, if every Sunday, we have like five, ten minutes, do some uh, political explanation. For example, every church is pray about president. Mm-hmm. It's ours, uh, like... Uh, Colin,
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah, we should pray, pray about it. And when we pray, we just do some explanation. Right. Okay, if you love this president, let's go voting. Oh, you don't voting, why? Not register? not a citizen, let's do
1: right
2: right and uh, step by step uh all history showed to us uh, uh so hard to uh, change some community like like 5 minutes it's take a time it's take right, a time right. and uh we uh, understand this one and do little by little and uh, we saw in the future ours Governors.
1: <laughs> well, see the Slavic community everywhere. Well, thank you. Um, what an incredible. I mean, I think as an organization, when we started, we didn't even think the mission, the battle we're going to be entering. Um, just to think, you know, um, just getting leadership of the church and just having that conversation. Um, a brief example of myself. I've been in my church and I've done politics for six years, but I've also first time I spoke to my pastor was last year about why we should get engaged. I've been a voter, but I've also worked in government and continued to, but I've never talked about it, even in my church, right? So it's this understanding of, yes, we need to start having those conversations, educating, talking to people, even if it's five minutes on a Sunday, on a Tuesday, um, and then just really getting that message across so we so appreciate you joining us today victor and the story i mean we are definitely bringing you back again to talk more about your personal story and really just i think so incredible about sharing a passion and starting a business and then really talking about as a slavic and somebody in that church leadership and talking about you know yes we can do all these things like businesses family and our you know faith but let's also make sure we don't forget the things we're part of which is our community our cities our states we live in, our country, where we're at. So we're not leaving that out from our day to day so that we're then not turning back and going, well, why is my business harming? Or why is our church harming? And it's because we lacked to look and realize that slowly but surely our piece of the pie was being taken, but we didn't add to the pie. We didn't help bake it. We weren't part of that process. We didn't add those ingredients and our votes are those ingredients so that's so important so we so appreciate that and we had also I want to say thank you to Yotic for joining us um, and being part of the podcast he's one of our leading uh, members on our team and myself which is Lily um, on this podcast and again our goal for today was just to bring in a, a perspective of somebody who is a pastor but who's also been very involved in the Slavic community and who's also shares the view of getting engaged and having those conversations and so we want to encourage if you're a pastor if you're just a listener um, tune in again next month to hear other incredible stories and we will definitely have the speaker back again because he has a lot more to share than we covered today so I want to say thank you everyone
2: thank you guys Thank you.
0: This podcast couldn't have been possible without our incredible producer, Vitaly Zaitsev. And of course, special thank you to all of our supporters, contributors, and sponsors. And special shout out to some of our sponsors, like today's special guest, Sibironi, Imperial Cabinets, Exceptional Homes, and our newest sponsor, Dream Homes Construction. If you'd like to partner with Slavic Vote, you can find that on our website, slavicvote.org. Thank you for listening today and then join us next time.